the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness. The darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning this light, so that all through him might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. The world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, and his own did not receive him. Yet to him that all did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave them the right to become the children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father full of grace and full of truth. The Christmas story, it's about the king. It's about the king who left his throne for a manger, a king who left the beauty and splendor of heaven for a simple and humble stable, a king who left continuous worship of angels to be mocked and scorned by sinful men and women. In this season of hustle and bustle, we pause to consider the journey of our king from heaven to a manger, from manger to danger, from danger to death, and from death to resurrection. In 1 John 4, 9 through 10, it says, And this is how God showed his love among us. For he sent forth his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loves us. He sent his son as atoning sacrifice for our sins. In Galatians 4, 4 through 5, When the time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem those under law, that we might receive the full rights of as sons. Can we stand together and sing joy to the world? The Lord has come. Yes. 
to lift our voices and our praises to the King of Kings and to the Lord of Lords. We gather to celebrate the birth of our one and only Savior, the Prince of Peace, the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God with us. As we light each candle, each candle helps us to remember God's special gift to us, His Son, Jesus Christ. At this time, Christy is going to come and read a minute and light the hope candle. represents the hope we have in Christ and the hope he gives to us. Jesus is our only hope. He came as hope. Matthew 1, 18 through 25. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with a child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, which was a righteous man and did not want to expose her in public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When mankind had no hope, Jesus Christ, our only hope, came to redeem us. He fulfilled all the promises and prophecies spoken of him over hundreds of years in advance. Not only did he bring hope for those who lived before or those who lived during the time he walked the earth, but also for everyone who came after him, like us. The words and work of Jesus reach out to all generation, and because of his birth, life, death, and resurrection, you and I can have hope today. We can know he is with us. We can know he hears us when we pray. We can know his voice and hear him when he speaks to our hearts. And we can know we have eternal hope and life with him when our time on this earth ends. Let's share his hope with others as they experience this same life-changing power in their lives.
Miss Samantha, our children's pastor, is coming to light the peace candle. Six months, God sent an angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings to you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son. You are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. In his kingdom, from there will be no end. Christ not only brought hope into this world, but in the midst of chaos and confusion, Christ brought peace to this world. Luke 2, 1-7. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that since it should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census of that place, while Cornelius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up to the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judah, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and lineage line of David. And he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting the child. And while they were there, the time came for the babe to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in. Jesus came to bring peace, not only to the world, but to your life and to mine. And he holds his disciples in John 14, 27. Peace I live with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give, you, I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. No matter the circumstances that life brings, you can always have peace. Peace that cannot be found anywhere but by the living in Christ and following him to calm our hearts and minds through the Holy Spirit. Rather than fear and anxiety, let peace of God fill your life today and every day. children that want to come up and join us this morning to stand behind these microphones. Samantha, if you'll hold the mic. Thank you. Would you stand with your children this morning as we sing the classic, beautiful Daryl, Away in a Manger.
Beautiful job, kids. Can we give them a hand? Beautiful job. All right, you can go back to your seats. Thank you so much, guys. At this time, Aubrey, our worship leader, is going to come up and celebrate and light our joy candle. Luke 2, 8 through 12. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. This will be today in the town of David, a Savior has been born. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. This morning, as we light the third candle, the candle of joy, the overwhelming joy that Jesus brings into our lives, that joy comes in knowing and experiencing new life in Christ that you are no longer the same, but you are a new creature in Christ Jesus our Lord. Joy to the world. The Lord is come. All the world can rejoice because Jesus, the Savior, has come to bring deliverance. Let Christ deliver you from all worry and all fear. His joy is your strength. And when you are weak, that's when he is strong. So choose joy. Today, and every day. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whomever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. It was God's love for you and I that he came down to this earth as man to live and dwell among us. It was love that compelled him to give his life. It was love, not nails, that held Jesus to the cross. It was love that filled the tomb on the morning of the first Easter Sunday and rose Jesus up from the dead. And God's unconditional love still reaches out to every heart everywhere. The Bible says in 2 Peter 3, 9, that God isn't wishing anyone to perish, but that all reach repentance. His heart breaks for everyone who's hurting, broken, and lost in the cold darkness of the world. He longs for everyone to turn their eyes ears and hearts toward him and run into his warm embrace of love and life. May we have his eyes, his ears, and his heart for those around us who are lost. Finally, it's because of God's love for us that Jesus is coming back soon to receive those who have received his love into their hearts and whose lives have been changed by his grace and his power. Let's live every day in anticipation longing to see our King return for us.
like the fifth candle, the center candle, which is Christ. Jesus came as the light to a dark world filled with sin, suffering, and sorrow. The Christ candle represents our source of hope, our source of peace, our source of joy, our source of love. Our Heavenly Father sent His Son into the world to show us who He is. In Christ we find hope, we find peace, we find joy, we find love. Jesus walked on this earth as a visible reflection of our Father. As we light the final candle, the Christ candle, we're reminded the light has come and darkness no longer reigns. Joy beyond measure is here to stay. On the night of Christ's birth, angels illuminated the dark sky and sang the glorious gospel to the shepherds. They told the shepherds what sign to look for. We must be a light to this world, showing them the way to the bread of life, the living water, the way, the truth, and the light. Isaiah 9 verse 6 says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Off the, of the increase of His government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over His kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. In John 1 verse 14, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. We have seen His glory. The glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. This is why we worship and adore Him. The shepherds came to worship. The wise men later came and worshipped. Shepherds represented the ordinary everyday people. The wise men represented the noble and the wealthy. Christ came to this earth for all men. And God's desire is that we worship Him. Would you stand with us? Let's worship the Lord together.
take and come to the Lord's table and take communion together as a family. We don't practice closed communion. What I mean by that is you don't have to be a member of this church to take communion with us. You just simply have to have a walk with Christ and call your Lord and your Savior. But before we do this today, as you get your elements ready, and if you do not have any elements, we have some extras for anybody that might need one. If you did not receive the bread and the juice, would you just slip your hand up? Our team would love to get you uh, uh, elements so you can do that with us today. But it would, be a, it would be remiss of me to not take this moment and extend an invitation. As you've heard this morning, there's hope for the hopeless. There's joy for the weary. There's peace for the brokenhearted. And there's love for those who feel unloved. Whether or not you feel the love of man, there is a God who loves you. Whether or not you feel like you're worth dying for, Jesus thought you were. This morning, I would love to take this moment to just say that you are not here by accident. You are not a mistake. You are not without hope. And you are not on a, you are not determined for hopelessness and for a hell. Hell was not created for us. It was created for the enemy and all of his angels. And in this moment, I have to say to each and every one of you listening and everybody watching online, that you have a purpose and a destiny ordained by God for your life. And it is God's will that you find it. For Jesus said, the enemy may come to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come to give you life, and not just life, abundant life. And a life abundantly, what does that look like? It's a life filled with hope. It's a life filled with joy. It's a life filled with peace, and it's a life filled with the love of God. Not just any love, God's agape, which means unconditional. You can't earn it. You can't lose it. You can't run from it. You can't hide from it. No matter what we do, His love never changes. And it's that love that Jesus displayed on that cross. If you're here this morning, with every head bowed and every eye closed, Maybe this is the first time you've ever heard anything like this. And you feel something burning on the inside of you. Can I tell you, the Bible says no man comes to Christ except the Holy Spirit draws them. If you feel that burning on the inside of you, that what you're hearing this morning is real, is true, and it's for me, that's the Holy Spirit affirming inside of you that what you need is Christ in your life. Some of you may be here, and at one time you prayed that prayer, and you meant it, but life got in the way, or circumstances got in the way, and you found yourself, like Peter, focusing more on the water and the waves than focusing on the face of Jesus. 
But can I tell you this morning, you are not too far gone and and his arm is not too short to save. If you this morning will turn your eyes back to him and stretch out your hand and say, Jesus, save me. Just like Peter, he'll stand you up out of that sinking water, push you back on solid ground, and you can have the life you have always been destined to have. If you're here this morning and you want to give your heart to Jesus and give your life to Jesus and let him be the Lord and Savior of your life and make heaven your eternal home and have this peace, this hope, this joy, this love, this Christ in your life then would you pray this prayer with me this morning? Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I know I'm not perfect. But Lord, I acknowledge you are. And I acknowledge you love me. And you acknowledge your death on that cross. Thank you for giving your life for me. Thank you for choosing to come on Christmas morning and live the perfect life you lived and offer that perfect life on the cross. Today I choose you to be my Lord, to be my Savior, to be my King. Save me, Jesus. Forgive my sins. Wash me clean. From this day forward, I am yours and you are mine. From this day forward, I live for you, my Lord, my Savior, my King. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Can we give the Lord a hand clap this morning? If you meant that from the bottom of your heart, the Bible says that if you are now in Christ and he's going to make you a new creation, old things passed away and all things now will become new. And if you did that for the very first time, on the back of the pew in front of you, there's a card there. Please take out that card and mark on there, I accepted Christ today. And just leave us your name. We would love to reach out to you and just share with you what's next. Because how many of you know you don't give birth to a baby and then leave it on the table and walk away? You have to help that baby grow. You're a brand new baby in the kingdom of God, and we want to help you learn this thing called Christianity, learn this thing called living a life that's devoted to Christ, because the enemy would love nothing more than to steal this from you the moment you leave, and we don't want any of that to happen to anybody here. But now at this moment, can we go to the Lord's table? As you participate in the Lord's Supper, we're reminded of all Jesus has done this morning. Not only do we celebrate his birth, we celebrate his death and his resurrection, As we take the bread, we know the story of Bethlehem and what happened there. Of all the cities, towns, and villages in Palestine, why did God choose such a humble, unheard of place called Bethlehem for the birth of the greatest individual who ever lived in human history? Bethlehem was considered a small village, not a major marketing town or city, not a place of importance. It was a common place inhabited by common people, but Jesus came to identify with the common man. Christ also came to satisfy spiritual hunger. The name Bethlehem translates to mean the house of bread. Here in this little town would be born the bread of life who satisfies to our hungry souls. In John 6, verse 35, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry. Whoever believes in me will never thirst. We must choose when one eats, it does for the hunger in another person. But for one who chooses the bread of life, 
they will never hunger again. Like bread, Jesus satisfies, gratifies, and strengthens. When we eat of the bread of life, we have hope, peace, joy, and love. As we partake the bread today, we remember all he accomplished as his body was broken for us. Let's eat the bread together. I carefully turn the cup over, open the other side. The cup represents the blood. Because of the amazing grace of God and his love for us, we have the privilege of partaking in this cup. Remembering all he has done for us by the shedding of his blood. The blood of Christ through his death has atoned for our sins and paid the price for our redemption. Because of his blood, we have hope, peace, joy, and love that comes from knowing our sins are forgiven. We have healing, deliverance, freedom, and salvation in our lives because of the blood of Jesus. We're no longer living in darkness. Instead, we have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, the light of the world. As we drink of the cup together, let's remember all Jesus accomplished by shedding his blood for us. Amen. Can you stand with me this morning? Lord, we thank you for your body and your blood. We thank you for salvation that we've all affirmed today and some may have received for the very first time. And Lord, we worship you and we ask God that we would share forth your love, your joy, your hope, and your peace to this dark world around us. May we be the light in the darkness everywhere we go. At this time now, all who are willing, I want to invite you to come forward and stand in the front with us today for the candlelight portion of this service. Kids, your little little candles, switch them back on. Just come on up and stand around the altar. side of the altar face this way. Yeah, just start, yeah, go to the left, yeah, go to the right. For the final portion of this message, we're going to make a conscious decision by doing something symbolic that we will be the light in the world. And October, we did a series called Light It Up. In that series, we talked about that this dark, desperate world goes to many different sources of light. But when they get there, they find that light will not sustain them. And they find that light only takes them down the wrong path. We have the light of the world. And Jesus not only said he is the light of the world, but then he turned to his followers and said, now you are the light of the world because you carry my light with you. So this morning, what we're going to do is the team and I are going to light Christ's candle. And then we're going to turn and light your candle. And each one of you will then turn and light each other's. And I want you to mentally imprint this in your mind that everywhere you go, you carry the light of God in your life. You carry the candle of Jesus in your life. And everywhere you go, you are looking for unlit candles to offer your light. And everywhere you go where there is darkness, you are called to walk into the darkness and light it up. You are called to go into every hopeless situation and offer them light, offer them warmth, offer them change. For everything fire touches, it changes. And our God is a consuming fire. So this morning, team, would you join me? Let's light our candles on the Christ candle.
concerned. Sometimes you know you got to make sure you get good light when you get into it to get with Jesus. And then we're going to turn and light your candles, and you're going to turn and light someone else's. You notice how you have to be gentle when you do it? The gospel is offensive enough, so gently share it. Share it with gentleness, with love, with compassion. For otherwise, if you do not offer gently, it may not sustain. sing our last song together. Lord, we offer our lives to you right now in Jesus' name. We say, Lord, would you be the light in our lives everywhere we go. That, Lord, the salvation that you've graciously given to us, may we show it forth in our lives. God, we ask in Jesus' name that you would please go to and forth throughout this earth with us and help us, God, be the light of God everywhere we go. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your love, for your hope, for your joy, and for your peace. Everywhere we go, Lord, may people see those things in our lives. May they not see anger. May they not see frustration. May they not see weariness. May they not see depression. May they not see hurt and bitterness and anything that looks like the world. But may they see you, Jesus, and all that you are, the eternal abundant life that you have given. We ask all these things in Jesus' holy and precious name. Would you say amen? Amen. Let's sing this together. Silent night, holy night.
Christmas season. May God bless you above and beyond what you can think or can imagine. I pray this would be a time of joy, a time of peace, a time of hope, and a time of love. I pray this Christmas Eve and Christmas Day all the way into the new year be a week of miracles in your life. I pray for relationships to be restored I pray for existing ones to be strengthened. I pray for your walk with God to exponentially increase in love, in devotion, and in passion. May this truly be a holy time for you in the presence of God with your friends and with your family. And I am believing this next year, 2024, be your best year ever. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Turn his face towards you, always with you, everywhere you go. And wherever you are, may he give you hope, peace, joy, and love. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.